Hey friends, welcome back to season three of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally, physically, and spiritually by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hello, you guys. This is Ashley K. Wood, probably not the name that you are expecting to hear. I am actually guest hosting for Allie today. Poor thing, lost her voice. I hope she's feeling better. I hope she's getting that voice back. But holy heck, I'm feeling very blessed that she trusted me enough to co-host for her. I'm feeling extra excited because I have been on one of her episodes before and it was so much fun. If you guys heard it, it was season one, episode nine. You guys should go give it a listen if you haven't yet. I remember that day I was so nervous all day to be on that podcast. But then once it started, it just ended up being so much fun. And I realized how easy it is to talk about something whenever you're passionate about it. So I'm excited to kind of continue that today and continue just talking about what I'm passionate about. What mainly it was about last time was her interviewing me with what my full-time career is, and that is as a fitness professional. I am a full-time fitness professional in Tulsa, Oklahoma. About half the time I'm personal training, about half the time I'm a group fitness instructor, and I love them both. I could not love it more than I do. I would say my favorite would probably be personal, just with being able to get those personal touches in. And that's kind of what I'm going to be talking to you guys about today, getting those personal touches into your own programming. But I love the group as well, being able to kind of make that community. So with the passion, the passion comes from a lot of areas. I love the industry. I love working out. I love getting my own daily workouts in. I love helping other people get theirs in. I love eating healthy. I love helping other people properly fuel their body. But my biggest source of passion, I feel like surprises people a little bit because it's actually me wanting to remove the negative effects that this industry can have on people's mental health. I feel like that's a big reason for me wanting to do this industry full time. And that's kind of what I'll be talking about today. Kind of goes hand in hand with what I talked about last time. But I'm going to do more of a focus today on goal setting, on how to keep your mental health in mind while you set your goals. We always say goal setting is kind of step one in your fitness journey. It's an important step. So you need to have your mental health in mind from the beginning. So know before you even start, your fitness journey should not come at the cost of your mental health. If it is, we're doing it wrong and we need to reset. If you feel as you're listening to me now, if you're X amount of months or even years into your journey, if you feel like your mental health has struggled in regards to your journey, this may be a time that I encourage you to reset, to set new goals. And hopefully this helps you kind of have your mental health in mind as you set them this time. I want to help you guys get to where you want to be. I want to help you maintain it and I want to help you keep your mental health intact while you do it. So kind of my first point with goal setting is 
making sure that you don't set your goals based on what other people have. So first, just a straight fact, genetics do have a lot to do with the results that you will get and also with the results that other people get. I feel like that's not talked about often enough that genetics do indeed play a role. So the positive part of that is you are incredibly special, incredibly unique. There is no one else like you. There was no one else with your DNA on this planet. So the way that you react to exercise, the way that you react to nutrition is going to be very unique to you. So ask yourself, walking in the gym, scrolling through social media, social media makes it all too easy to do this. Do you ever see somebody and think body goals, goal body? I'm going to keep on working out, eating well until I look like her, until I look like that. Are you setting your goals based on other people? Something to keep in mind is if someone that you really admire was to sell their program and they were to say on social media, if you buy this program, it is exactly what I eat day to day, exactly how I train day to day. You could do exactly what they do for five years, 10 years, and you are still not going to look like them. So if you start to make your goal to look like somebody else, it's going to end up being chasing in circles. You're chasing success, and you're just never going to quite get there. Scientifically, it's not going to happen. I struggled with that a lot, especially when I first started. And before I realized the true science behind genetics, My build, I have really long limbs. Putting on muscle is a little bit tougher for me. I have to be very deliberate with my training. I have to be very deliberate with my eating in order to gain muscle. I can lean up pretty quick, but it takes me more time and effort to gain that muscle. And I remember seeing other trainers, other people in the gym that seemed to get that muscle so much easier I had to realize their body shape was very different than mine. Their genetics were very different than mine. How they reacted to exercise was very different than how I react to exercise. So the more I envy them, the more I chase after what they have, the more I'm going to disappoint myself, the more success is never going to be attainable. So instead, what you want to do is you want to make sure to set goals specifically for you. If you download someone's program and do it, you're not going to end up looking like them, but you are going to improve yourself. If it's the best form of training for you, let yourself get excited about becoming the best version of yourself. Set that as a goal. Like, how exciting does that sound? I'm going to create the best version of myself. It's not going to look like this chick, but I'm going to look like an improved version of myself. Look at your body type. Look at what you want to accomplish and make a goal individualized to you, individualized to your body. Take the outside world out of it. That's tip number one. Tip number two, make realistic activity-based goals. Whenever we think fitness goals, I feel like our brain goes straight to the scale. I think the scale is the biggest one, an ideal weight, especially for women. Uh, losing inches, wanting a certain type of physique, gaining X amount of muscle, which are all great goals to have, but that's not the only fitness goal you can have. Something to keep in mind with that is we do not have full control over the scale. 
feel like you guys all know what I'm talking about. No matter how hard you work, some days you're going to wake up and step on the scale and things beyond your control are going to show up in that number. So that's going to be, so again, especially for women, how you hold water, bloat, maybe even just excess food that you ate the day before, that is going to show up on the scale. If your only goal is scale focused, you are going to disappoint yourself over and over and over again, depending on the day. I don't want that for you. I want you to feel those successes. So that's something beyond your control is the scale. Something within your control is setting habit-based activity goals that you can hit day to day. So for an example, some of my activity goals that I try to hit most days, I'd say about six days a week, is I have a caloric range I try to stay in. I make sure I get X amount of protein. I make sure I get my fruits and vegetables. And I make sure I get my gallon of water. And also trying to make sure I get my workouts in four to five days a week. So those are things that are within my control. It's crazy as humans, we like a good pat on the back and we are our biggest critics. Within the fitness industry, within your fitness journey, if you are repeatedly giving yourself a slap on the wrist, you're going to be so much likely to quit. So that's where you want to be realistic with it. So I try to eat whole foods, whole nutrient-dense foods about 75% of the time. The other 25% of the time, I don't. (laughs) And I remember back in the past, back before I had this balance that I have now, and Back before that, I had a really hard time with my relationship with food, with my relationship with the gym, my relationship with my body. And I remember I would have days that I would eat all nutrient-dense foods all day, kick my own tail in the gym, get my gallon of water, and then eat a cookie at the end of the day. And you better believe when I laid in bed that night, the only thing I focused on was that dang cookie. That is a big sign of an imbalanced life and a not good relationship with food and me just constantly slapping myself on the wrist because I had given myself unrealistic expectations. So with these goals, I want you to be so realistic with yourself. Now that my goal is 75% whole food, 25% not. That's what I expect of myself. That's more realistic. That cookie is not a slap on the wrist anymore. Now it's a pat on the back. Like I've stayed within my goals. Set yourself up for a bunch of pats on the back, minimal slap on the wrist. This episode is brought to you by Public Goods, the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper to shampoo, even pet food. Public Goods is your new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. And one thing that I love about Public Goods is that they are searching the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. And for me, that is so important. I have been so conscientious of what I feed my body along with what products I have in my house and what my kids are being subjected to. So one of the products that I'm loving from Public Goods is their laundry detergent. They have a whole line of cleaning supplies and that alone to know that those ingredients are clean and they're not harmful to my kids is so important. 
So I have worked out an awesome deal just for you guys. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are going to give you $15 off your first purchase. So you have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com forward slash Allie K or use code Allie K at checkout. That's it. Just P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S.com forward slash Allie K to receive $15 off your very first order. So go check them out. Eventually as humans, we fear failure. So if you are constantly putting yourself up against failure, eventually you get tired of it. You get scared of it. You want to avoid it. So you quit. That's the biggest reason that people quit on their fitness goals. They get tired of failing. Set yourself up for success. Set yourself up with maintainable goals. And it sounds so cliche, but really, truly, the biggest secret to success is being consistent. What can you consistently do? I always say it's better to be at 70% seven days a week than it is to be at 100% two days a week. I would rather you be less than perfect consistently than to strive for perfection and barely hit that mark. I would rather you be consistent. So ask yourself, what can you consistently do? What marks can you consistently hit? Because that's what's going to show up in your results. Something to think about, the black and the white of the fitness industry. The black and the white is extremes. They represent extremes. There are unfortunately so many extremes in this industry. An example, let's say for the black and the white, one extreme is very strict dieting, restricting foods, having a long list of foods that you're not allowed, quote unquote, to eat, wanting only fruits, vegetables, and whole proteins, very, very strict dieting. That's one extreme. Other extreme being, I give up. I don't give a heck what I eat anymore. (laughs) I'll just eat whatever. No structure. That's another extreme. That's a black and white. Where success is found is in the gray area, and that's somewhere in between the extremes. As human beings, we fear the gray area, especially whenever we're really motivated. We want to go for the extreme. We want to jump all in, and whenever we're over it, we're over it, and we want to be completely done with it. Finding something in between that and individualizing it to you, there really truly is no one size fits all with it. So individualizing it to you and seeing where you fit in that gray area and consistently staying in that gray area. I'm telling you, find that range that works best for you and stay right there. There was a meal I had the other day and I remember looking down at the meal and smiling (laughs) because I would have had difficulty eating this meal back in the day. Mindset wise, I had a big green leafy salad, tons of vegetables, tons of nutrients. Loved that for me. And then on the other side of my plate, two pieces of pizza. And I just remember looking at it and being like, I feel like this represents my life right now. I feel like this represents the balance that I have found in my own journey and that I am trying so hard as a professional to help other people find. That balance right there is where happiness is found, and it's where true results 
are found that you can maintain. So set those activity-based goals that you're going to hit day to day, week to week, month to month, and give yourself a pat on the back every single time that you hit one of those goals. Point three, tip number three, keep in mind that your goals can grow. Going from zero to 100 is almost never a good idea. And it's not necessary either, especially if you are starting 100% from square one. You have no background in exercise, no background in nutrition, and you're starting from the very beginning. I do not want you to go to that extreme that we just talked about and aim for a really strict diet, working out six days a week, because I can almost promise you that's not going to be maintained. That's going to be setting yourself up for a lot of slaps on the wrist. Instead, if you don't even know where to start, start with being more conscious of how much water you're getting day-to-day. Set a water goal for yourself for this next week and go on three 30-minute walks. That's a great starting point. That's a big step forward. That's a big starting point for you. And then as you feel confident with it, add the next week, try to get more protein into your diet and try to make it to the gym once and start picking up weightlifting. Try to go once a week. Just keep on building. There is no need to jump all the way in. It is not necessary. Get very confident with where you're at and add from there. Ask yourself on a scale of one to 10 how confident you are with that activity goal. If it's not really high, pull back. And that's okay. You are not on anyone else's timeline. Your journey is going to be for the rest of your life. You do not need to rush it. You do not need to be all the way in by the end of the month, by the end of the week. It's not necessary. You have your whole life to work on this. Okay, so set yourself up for success little bit by little bit with that. And then last one sounds a little bit cliche, a little bit corny, but don't give up on those goals. Know before you even start You are going to have some of the highest highs, especially when you first start. As you lose that water weight, as your body's adapting and you start to see those initial improvements, those are the highs. Those feel good. You feel on top of the world. Realize before you even start, kind of accept there are also going to be lows. I am pretty far into my journey now. I'd say from when I'd say I'm on my second year of finding balance. And still, I'm this far in. I've lost 18 to 20 pounds, gained significant muscle, but there are still weeks that I feel low, that I look in the mirror and I'm not 100% sure I love what I see, that there are more improvements that I want to make, that the scale isn't where I want it to be. That happens. And then the next week, I can be feeling back on top of the world again. That's how your journey is going to feel at times. Stay consistent anyway, especially that second point I made with activity-based goals. If you make them maintainable, if you make it things that you can do day to day, do them anyways. Even if you're feeling low at that time, you're not going to feel like you're improving. You're not going to feel like you're pushing forward. You're not going to feel like you're progressing, but you are. Partially with anatomically in your body, you are making improvements, but also you are further solidifying those habits into your life. As you get back to that high, those habits are still going to be there. That improvement that you gained during your low, you're going to see it during your high. Don't let yourself get off track just from feeling the occasional lows. Stay with it. So I really encourage you guys, set healthy goals and healthy 
whenever we think healthy, I feel like automatically people think fruits and vegetables, running. We just think like anatomical health, but your brain is extremely, extremely important. Your mental health is extremely, extremely important. So when I say to set healthy goals, I want you so badly to get your fruits and vegetables in. I'm a fitness trainer. Like I want you to get your fruits and vegetables in. I want you to get your water in. I want you to get your steps in. I want you to get your workouts in, but I also want you to take care of your mind while doing so. I want you to be extremely kind to yourself. I want you to talk extremely kindly to yourself. And using these tips I've given you, I hope it helps you set goals that helps you do that, that helps you remain kind to yourself throughout the process. I want you guys so badly to love this process and to make a new life out of it. And it all starts with your goals. So love the process, make it a lifestyle and thrive in the new life that you guys are making. I really appreciate you guys for letting me chat with you guys. This was so much fun. Again, once you start talking about something that you're passionate about, it just flows. This felt great. I feel a little bit on a high right now myself. I feel like my heart rate is like going. So I hope to talk to you guys again soon. If you guys didn't read or hear that episode, again, it was season one, episode nine, my first one with Allie. I had so much fun on that one as well. If you're a big fan of similar to what I talked about today, where the passion is for me, finding balance, setting realistic expectations for yourself. That would be a good one to go listen to. Me and Allie see very like-minded on those. Also, I'm posting on my Instagram, especially stories a lot. You see a lot of balanced food. You see occasional pizza, occasional fruits and vegetables. And it's the at unleashed underscore misfit, M-I-S-S-F-I-T. Lots of doggies as well. I'm a big dog person. (laughs) Okay, Allie, I hope you're feeling better. I hope you're getting that voice back. Thank you guys so much for staying on this podcast with me. Have a great day.